there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare follow the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and polly howard on vsin season kicks off tomorrow. We have you covered with the College Football Bowl Guide. Steve Mackin and Power Rankings every game, every team. Motivational factors. Adam Burke will help you with the bowl confidence pools. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Check out the bowl betting guide. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Brad Powers, college football expert. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. BradPowersSports.com has a great newsletter as well. We were talking about annoying uh, sports book guy. People we don't like unsolicited free pick guy was one uh, who who bothers you the i told you so guy because i mean you obviously get that on twitter yeah. a lot after the fact nobody tells you before the fact but i mean it's always i told you that team was the right side i told you no you didn't tell me that they were the right side pre-flop uh i didn't hear you i i didn't see you at that time yeah very good I, I also like the person who says oh how could you make that bet when it's all said and done, and they don't, yeah. you know, yeah. they haven't bet, or they have no, right, okay, thanks, yeah. pal. I really appreciate that yeah, one. That's, that's great. Fair. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. And looking good, guy. Oh, boy, oh, Brad, Brad, that's, that's, Brad, great oh, call. Yeah, that, great I call on this that's game, Brad. Good. It's the second quarter. Yeah. Oh, my God. A lot of those guys bother me, but, yeah, looking good. I, you got a winner there. <laughs> I mean, you're right, not the second quarter. <laughs> you got a winner there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to do with this BYU-SMU game now, and uh, where are we at with the quarterback situation for BYU? This was nuts. I think it was Monday, if I have the timeline correct, where at that point SMU was like one almost everywhere, and it just it, the news came out, Hall's not going to play for BYU. Who the hell is it going to be? Uh, and it shot all the way up to five and a half was the highest I saw. Well, now here's some buyback on BYU down to three and a half now. Yeah, I think some of it, it's not necessarily like all of a sudden Jaron Hall's gone from doubtful to probable. I think it's the fact that the original move from one to five and a half probably overstated 
how much Jaron Hall is worth to a point spread. I, I'm speculating here. Hmm. Uh, you know, I, I certainly do lean with BYU anything above three. Uh, we've seen the total go down and down throughout the course uh, of the last, you know, 10 days as far as the, the, the bowl betting goes. That should indicate to you that uh, BYU is not going to be fully 100% on the offensive side of the ball. But it's not like SMU is going to be 100% either. They're outstanding wide receiver. Rice is opt out of the game. So to me, it might come down to the trenches. Well, in the trenches, I think BYU can more than hold their own here against SMU. So again, anything above three, uh, I'm on the Cougars here. You have under 74? I do have under 74. I wish for a whole lot more. At the place that I bet it, it was relatively low, low limits at that point. That was, okay. that was on that opening Sunday. Well, yeah, if, you, if I recall correctly, when we go back to last week's conversation with you and the week before, you did state that you're going to be concentrating uh, on unders, or at least looking at unders before anything else. Yeah, definitely more. I mean, obviously, it's all relative to the number, sure. uh, but I, I do anticipate more unders and overs this bowl season. I mean, a lot of this is reminding me of NFL exhibition. Uh, an NFL preseason with all the opt-outs and whatnot. I, I think, and, and this is in the weeds a little bit, guys, but signing day is next Wednesday. And, and if you look at Twitter and all the other social media sites, these coaches aren't on the practice field for the last couple of weeks. They are flying across the country seeing different teams. So I'm not sure that we're going to get very extensive game plans. I think it's very vanilla playbook. So because of that and all the opt-outs, yeah, I expect lower scoring. Yeah, and I think once the screen started to light up on Monday as well with this SMU game, people were maybe chasing that steam to get it to five and a half. You have a note in your newsletter about how chasing steam has gone uh, over the last, you know, how many ever years. What are the numbers on this and how successful it's been? It's been very successful recently, uh, and, and I think, you know, obviously I'm a guy that likes a bigger sample size, bigger data points, but it's, it wasn't too long ago that Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette were kind of the first guys to opt out of a bowl game. That was 2016, and it's gotten to be more and more each season. So what I'm getting at here is, you know, typically you don't want to chase steam. You want to get the absolute best of the number. I'm here to tell you that this recent trend is it's okay to bet right before kickoff. You, you choose the games that move three or more points. I'm talking sides here. You know, Team A went from a four-point favorite to a seven-point favorite. You're thinking to yourself, hey, the market knows something. Somebody knows something. It's okay to lay seven because anything that's moved three or more points since 2017, you're 30 and 14 against the spread. And it's gotten really good the last two years, 19 and five. Very good. Uh, you you bet Miami plus the points to start. Do you think they can win the game outright? And UAB really struggled ATS away from home. Yeah, it's more of a lean on Miami here, okay. uh, just because I think generally speaking, especially now, I, I want to be against interims just because it's more substitute teacher effect. In this instance, you know, the interim's not going to get the permanent gig. That's already decided with Trent Dilfer. And, and look, statistically, UAB should dominate this game, but this is a team that probably should have won nine or ten games and only won six if you look at them statistically. So something's just not, you know, right there for them. But I prefer the over because I do think UAB can run on Miami, Ohio. I think Miami, Ohio, I mean, they'll, you don't have to worry about weather too much in the Bahamas Bowl compared to what we saw those last two, three weeks of the regular season in MAC play. A lean on uh, San Antonio and Troy. What a game tomorrow. Uh, both teams hot. Yeah, my major takeaway is a missed opportunity. I wanted to bet on yes. both teams this bowl season. I was hoping that both would play like a low-level power five team, but uh, they're matched up against one another. I'm going over. 
Detroit's offense got going the last couple of weeks, games of the season. They really relied on their defense to start off the season. And I think UTSA's defense is a little overrated. Though. Keep in mind, down the stretch of the regular season, they faced three different backup quarterbacks in games, so over for man. How about the Fenway Bowl Saturday morning? Uh, we're, we're at handicap with the coaching situation. Did you get 44 with the total? I did get 44 okay. with the total. Uh, under is the play. Weather could be an issue. Yeah. Uh, this is one that really reminds me of NFL preseason. I mean, you got backup quarterbacks, two interim coaches, multiple outs, uh, opt-outs on both sides. Lean under, but obviously it's moved. And it's a, now it's the lowest bowl total. Okay, so this Fresno-Washington game, Washington mm-hmm. State game, is fascinating to me. What was the highest opener that you saw here with Wazoo favored? And then what do you want to do now that it's totally flipped and Fresno is lane three and a half? Yeah, I saw, and again, this is really low limits. Books not available, unfortunately, in Las Vegas. But I saw as high as four and a half on the Washington State side. So here's one that's, you know, moves significantly. And I'm here to tell you, I think it's okay still to bet Fresno State because we've got nothing but mad news since that bad opener uh, on Washington State side. Both coordinators out, multiple players on both sides out. They have cluster issues at both wide receiver and linebacker as far as guys opting out and injuries. And then, you know, Fresno State's locked in. You might have thought early on that Jake Hayner might not play. Well, he's playing, and he wants to, you know, give another example on why he's maybe one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. We talked about this yesterday. We actually have the second, the third, and the fourth best teams uh, ATS playing this weekend. Uh, Southern Miss was tied for the fourth best ATS mark in the entire country. You liked them a lot against Rice Lane 6 or in that neighborhood. Why do you like them? Yeah, and it's not necessarily because of they went 9-3 and three against the spread. Yeah, Typically, yeah. you want to fade those teams right. that are really good because they get overpriced in the three weeks of bowl betting leading up to the game. But uh, the, the reason I think Southern Miss – it went nine and three against the spread this year is kind of a fundamental uh, thing with their program. That being the fact that they're undervalued. They had 10 different players take a snap under center last year. They had five this year. So uh, they're as healthy a quarterback as they've been in the last two years. Speaking of quarterback, Rice isn't so healthy. So at least early this week, uh, I'll do some more digging today, but their starting quarterback has not been practicing. He missed the last two and a half games and go look at how, and see how Rice's offense did without him in the lineup. Big a drop-off from McMahon to the backups. Oregon State went 10-2 and ATS this year. Huge move in this game. You did point out Napier is on a 17-3-1 ATS run as a dog. But uh, what, what do you think of the Oregon State matchup? And the line's gone crazy, 5.5 up to 10, 10.5. Yeah, believe it or not, this is one where I, you know, I said, oh, it's okay to follow the steam. I'm not going to follow the steam here. I think, look, it's just me personally. I don't think Anthony Richardson is that valuable. I think he's overrated. So uh, I know there's a ton of other Florida players out. I just have an issue with, and maybe this is, you know, me being, you know, too basic, too one handicapping one one I just have problems laying double digits with a Pac-12 team against an SEC team. Okay. Uh, I yeah. And on top of it, Gold Branson, the quarterback for Oregon State, Oregon State doesn't trust them to throw the football. Uh, and I just, I don't, they're a team that I don't want to be laying doubles here. So I think Jack Miller, the quarterback that will play for Florida, is undervalued. This is a four star kid that went to, originally went to Ohio State uh, out of high school. I've watched him a couple spring games. So I think he'll be able to throw the football actually better than Richardson. Brad, where does Mike Leach rank among your all time favorite college football coaches? And we talked about your tweet the other day that you sent out from 01 to 09. They never had a losing season in Big 12 play under him. 
after he left, or after he was fired, I should say, it was 12 straight losing Big 12 seasons until they finally broke it this year. He The, the first time you sent that out, Mike Leach originally liked that on Twitter? Yeah, he did. He liked it on Twitter. Uh, he got a lot of play then when, when he liked it. Uh, but top 10 for me, I, I, obviously, I, I liked the fact that, you know, he was, you know, borderline comedian, uh, very different. I like different people in any genre or, or, you know, sport or whatnot, thought outside the box. Uh, you know, he wasn't always my favorite to bet on or against because, you know, due to his quirky nature, you, I mean, he was like a box of chocolates. You didn't know what you were going to get a lot of times. <laughs> you knew when it was all said and done, he was going to go eight and four. Uh, but eight and four at places like Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State, very good relative to, to, to what that program typically is. So uh, he, he's a Hall of Famer. He might not qualify right now for the Hall of Fame, but he'd, he'd be in my Hall of Fame. Well said. Mm-hmm. Again, you can follow Brad uh, on, on Twitter. He is at BradPower7. Thanks for the time today. Good luck this week, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Yep. There you go. Professional sports better, college football handicapper, and NFL. Uh, Brad Powers. By the way, now uh, tied for first in the Golden Nugget Contest. That's right. 59 and 36, I believe, overall yes, in the year. Great record. And his other ones, top 10. Up next, we'll go over some of our favorite betting stories of the year. To me, it's between two stories. It comes down to a crazy week versus a crazy game and what could have been. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. This is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. And Paulie, as uh, we close up shop here, basically on the year 2022, we can reflect on some of the biggest betting stories of the entire year. I, 
Some people might not just, you know, agree with this. They might have their own list. Uh, that's fine. But to me, it came down to two really big stories. And if you go back to the end of the regular season in the NFL, it was the finale. It was the last game of the regular season. It was on Sunday night. It was between the Raiders and the Chargers. And the reason why it was so fascinating is because if those two teams ended in a tie, both would have made the playoffs and sports books would have gotten absolutely pounded. Oh, it would have been a utter destruction. It would have been a wrecking ball across the country to sports books because people were putting in the correlated parlays, which included Jacksonville money line as a two touchdown underdog to start the day. Right, just so that 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 scenario, which you described, you needed a Jacksonville win to start it. Yep, and then the the thing you know the it got going with the momentum and the snowball kept building and gathering the momentum and it was crazy. That thing was a monster by the end. And it's like, well, who's going to think there was a tie? And it was going to happen. And it still, it was one of the craziest games I've ever watched because the the, the fourth down conversions, how the Chargers tied it in yep. the two point in the fourth and ten, and four, they were unbelievable on fourth down. And then it looks like, okay, the Raiders are just going to run the clock out, and Staley calls the timeout. Right, right. And I'm still convinced to this day because players for the Raiders were saying we were going to take a knee. Yes, like that was it. Oh. And then Staley did take the timeout, and like, okay, well, let's see what we can do here. And they, they didn't run it, or they didn't just take a knee. They ran it, and then he got it, a good-sized play. That's exactly right. And then they kicked the field goal. And then they, they eventually won the game. But there, there were players on the field from the Raiders talking to the players from the Chargers saying, I, that was our game plan right there was just to end the game. And both of us, you're exactly right. Jacksonville had to beat Indy as 14.5-point dogs, and they routed them. And also, the Steelers, catching three against Baltimore, they won that game to set this whole thing up. Yeah, I think that was an overtime. I, I, I believe, or, or that, that game was crazy too. So you could bet, you could people were just betting the Raiders Chargers game to go to overtime. Yeah, and it yeah, did. Yeah, good. And call. that was a big price. And you good could call. also you could also bet the first half full game correlated, right? You could bet, and I did this. I bet every way. I bet uh, <laughs> tie tie, meaning uh, tie at halftime. Yeah, tie at the end of regulation. I bet the Raiders to win the first half. And overtime, and I bet the Chargers to win the first half, and eventually, like one of them paid at twenty-nine to one. Liability was off the charts. It, it was just that. That to me was yeah. Well, because you had tin foil hat guy, yeah, all week right. talking about why don't they just take a knee, go back and forth. If this scenario actually happens, why don't they just take knees? <laughs> but and then you know, the league was going to step in and all this. But what a game! And then yeah, it was so entertaining. And that was in January. You fast forward to the summertime. I don't know which one was bigger. I would say this one because it actually cashed. But, Paulie, the events of the NBA draft and the week leading into it. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers what took place. Because on Sunday night, when I first started getting uh, wind that Ben Carroll could go number one overall, he was 20 to one pretty much everywhere. Yes. And it was an afterthought that, right, it was going to be Jabari Smith. He was picking up steam. In fact, Jabari Smith, like that night, Went from 250. There was actually during the day on Sunday. He went from 250 to 350 to 420, and then late at night, Jabari Smith moved to six dollars to go number one overall. Yeah, and yeah. nobody was thinking it's going to be Bancaro. Oh, it was over. Decided. We we uh we talked to Jay Billis and every several people from me. Oh no, it's it's Smith, please. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then it was going to be probably Holmgren number two, and then Bancaro was going to go number three overall. Yeah. Twenty six to one on on June sixth, then twelve to one. There was a 23 to 1, 16 to 1, and then the odds started to plummet on the 20th. And then he go and then 
while we're live on the air. Oh, this was unbelievable. Yes. While we're live on the air, you get a Woj bomb. Yeah. We had, I want to say this was at 5.41 a.m. Pacific time. So we had about an hour and 20 minutes to go on draft day. Woj sends out this bomb. As team boards finalize today, the one, two, three of the NBA draft is increasingly firm per sources. Smith to Orlando, Holmgren to OKC, Bancaro to Houston. And then the this is one guy, right, that could completely maneuver or change the market. The entire market. And that's what and then it went back, it flipped. Within minutes, Jabari it was off the board. And then when it was reposted, Jabari Smith was minus 10,000 to go number one. <laughs> the, the, the straddle was silly because uh, Smith yeah. was like minus 10,000 and Mancaro was like plus 650. So, but as the day continued, and who the hell knew what was going to happen? Nobody did, right? It's like, okay, well, did they have that wrong? And I went back and listened to our segment that we did that day. It's like, wait, we still trust that the move that took place to get into Thursday morning, actually had Ben Carroll at minus 225. And we said on the air that yeah. day, we trust that move. Yeah. And then Woj sends out this bomb. Yes. So then we're waiting, playing the waiting game. Okay. It Smith kept going down, though, throughout the day. And then... Right, right. right. Now, this is also very important. Yeah. Because I was convinced Chet was going number two. So I was going to take advantage, and I did. I got Jabari Smith 18-1 to 1 to go third. And that cashed. And that cashed. Yeah. Because I, I was certain that OKC was taking Holmgren. So you had that in play, too, and you could have. And there were several big tickets also on that. Crazy. Because so I, I heard Holmgren might drop. Right. But, but between, but I thought it was a smokescreen. I thought they were lying. Like, and, and, and this is lion season. Uh-huh. But I thought, yes, yes, you had Banchero going number one. A lot of people made a killing on that. But I thought you could also, and there were several big tickets cashed as well, yeah. about Smith to go three. Look at this timeline. So that week, look at this. Bancaro goes from twenty-three to sixteen to one, and then within twenty-four hours, down to plus one seventy, and then it goes back and forth a little bit. But that morning, again, he was minus two ten, minus two twenty-five in that territory when we're on the air. After the Woj tweet, okay, the highest in market was ten to one, and then hours before the draft, Smith kept coming down. Bancaro, same thing. Um, and hours before the draft, he got to plus 210. And that's when Woj sent out that other tweet. Here you go. And he, he sent this out after he said it on the, uh, on the show on ESPN. Bancaro has joined Auburn's Jabari, uh, Jabari Smith under serious consideration to be the number one overall pick. There's a real chance draft boards could get blown up at the top. People didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Yep. Because how ma- <laughs> as we pointed out that day, how many times has Woj been wrong? Yes. Or where his sources were off. But you're right. If someone's going to flat out lie to you that you trust just to do it to gain an edge and an advantage, you know, it, it happened years ago with uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins lied to several prominent media members that they were going offensive line. Correct. And uh, you saw a big move there, and then it went, it was Tua. It's also Bosa. The Chargers took him third overall. There wasn't a single person on the planet that had Bosa going three to the Chargers that year. Yeah, no, not can, a single person. They can keep a secret. Yeah, and then there you're looking at the final draft board, and even Keegan Murray put, picked up steam. So I think he was like plus 550 at some point to go number four overall, and that one cashed. Right. Now that was supposed to be Ivy all along, but then it's like, wait a second, Our, Ivy refuses to meet with Sacramento and work out for him. And then the, the, the Murray thing picked up steam, and you could have cashed a nice ticket there right. as well. Boy, Johnny Davis cannot play. 
That's oh the, no, that was one observation. Is yeah. he went tenth, but uh, uh, it was a huge right. mistake to leave. Oh, it was, to leave I mean, it, it was yeah. great, and it was a, a, an incredible couple oh, of months. Drama. Well, you also had the NFL draft, which is out here too. Yeah, not to, but you had the Walker surprising everyone and the big move on Walker to go number one. You had Thibodeau telling people that he was going to the Lions. Lions loved him. That didn't happen. His under prop still cashed at some places, but to go to Detroit at two didn't happen. Yep. I mean, everything that, that was crazy as well. Well, and then that night. And St- Stingley. Because I was reading, again, I went. it was early April when I'm reading mock drafts, and there was somebody who made a case that Stingley could go number three overall because they need yep. help, and uh, Lovey Smith liked him. So I'm like, okay, I'll shop around. And I found Stingley at 100 to one to go third overall, and it popped. And how low did, did, he, did it go off the favorite? Oh, he was the favorite. He went off the favorite yeah. to go to Houston. Draft, yeah. And you got 100 to one. Yep. That's yep. right. So, and how about Joe giving you the jersey? How cool is that? I wanted, I was going to wear, I thought about wearing the jersey today. Actually, I haven't worn it yet. I need to do that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Joe really got cool. him a, that he wore at LSU. Very cool. Mazel, good kid. Yeah, gesture from him. Yeah. But that, again, that speaks to how much we love betting drafts and why, you know, books don't like putting this stuff up. Yeah. I, I had Bancaro tickets coming out of my ears. <laughs> and I wanted, I, I wanted more, even with the Jabari Smith stuff happening. I'm like, I want to be able to bet more if I can on this stuff. But books take it down in Las Vegas, so it's tough to get That's down right, on right, it. Right, right, yeah. But uh, that was you started Sunday night. Sunday night, yeah. Got word, and uh, the fascinating thing was, remember Ben Carroll when he was interviewed, is like, I didn't know until five minutes before. Like, I didn't, I had no clue. You didn't? Are they that? Then how did other people know? I, how do you explain the Thibodeau thing? The whole thing's fascinating. Thibodeau tells people that. Because you had guys, because the draft's here, you had people that were here, the NFL guys. I yep. mean, Thibodeau's telling people Detroit's taking me. They, they love me. They don't take me. I'm going them. number two overall. I'm like, wait a second. You it's, just cost me money. It's, <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate that we have uh, Wembenyama coming out this year. Yeah. Because uh, we're not going to get shenanigans yeah. at, right. at the top right. then. Yeah, but as I said, though, it's happened before. The Raiders told Matt Leinart over and over again, we're taking you, we're taking And they didn't take him. All right, yeah. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. That's a little... Uh, End of the year look at our favorite betting stories from what took place in 2022. I think we might get shenanigans in the NFL draft, though, this year again. Number one pick uh, could be completely up in the air still. Sure. is Follow the Money on VSEN. Getting on the football action at Hulu. Hulu Plus Live TV Football Extravaganza. Complete free for a share of 55000 in two ways. Predict what will happen in three college football pools. Then make your pick for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL to play for free. Hulu Plus Live TV, like cable only better. DraftKings.com for details. In the sports betting realm, everyone is looking for an edge. You might not have my name, but you have my blood. It doesn't matter if you are up or down. Lannister always pays his debts. Success is not measured by effort, only by results. And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Who you back and when you do it is crucial. Everyone who isn't us is an enemy. Knowledge is your greatest asset. You know nothing, Dustin. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to guide you on your quest. Winter is coming. This is fire. Nice. All right, great job by the fellas behind the glass, as always. Here we go. A look at uh, who, <clears throat> who's hot, who's not in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And tied into awards. 
We brought this up on Tuesday. Here's Jared Goff, his last four weeks, three games overall, a completion percentage of, uh, it's nearly touching 70 at this point. 910 passing yards in three games, seven touchdowns, no INTs. The comeback player of the year down to 20 to 1 at DraftKings. He's much, much lower than that now at some other books. How about that? Again, I don't know if he wins. I am the Steve, Mitch should, says. Should be in the conversation. There you go. That is great. Playing great football. That's right. And the other thing, too, Dan Campbell, the second choice at some spots for coach of the year. Second choice. Mm. Slow as plus 750. What if they run the table? Does Campbell win that award? What's Philly's record? 15 and 2? No. Still going to be Sirianni? Oh, God. It'll okay. Be, yeah, but it's uh, it's close, though. He runs the table? Yeah. It's close. That's a, that's a big if. That's, yeah. It's easier said than I'd like God. to see it, though. Okay, so I have, I'm holding, I have a bunch of people to win Defensive Player of the Year, one of which is not Nick Bosa. I do have Micah Parsons, one book offered 10 to 1 before the season started. He was, but these, these markets get out of control. When he was minus $10, I wanted a no on him. Because it's like, what, how are you making him minus $10 at this point? It was silly to me. Yeah. You look at Bosa, the last five weeks, six sacks, seven tackles for loss, 15 quarterback hits, a forced fumble, his odds to be the sacks leader is minus 125. I believe he's tied with Judon right now in that in that category. And defensive player of the year odds now plus 175 for both. He might pull this off. You are correct. Yep. This is something. He's been great. And uh, the media going to work for him as well. And things have changed there with that market. The, the market is basically telling you it's only down to two players. Either Parsons or Bosa. I don't mm. want to rule out Judon yet, though. Judon. I mean, he's got... What if he has 20 sacks? Yeah. There's plenty of time left for him to rack up, you know, five and a half more. Fair enough. The Another guy who's been on fire. Now, I've been looking around for uh, Offensive Player of the Year. I added Devontae Adams last week at 50-1. to 1. I really, I couldn't even find Austin Eckler on the board. But look at his last four games. The rushing yards, okay, not great, only 183. But the receptions, he has 26 over the last four weeks. He's on pace to set the all-time mark for most receptions ever by a running back. To beat Christian McCaffrey. Mm. The receiving yards, 203. Total touchdowns, three. He's actually down to 6-1 to one to lead the league in receptions. And he's got 93-7 behind Hill. What a race. The last four weeks, those 26 are 7 behind. I'm on uh, Ross St. Brown. Jefferson plus 140. Hurts plus 250. Hill, 3-1. to one, Offensive player of the year. Uh, most yards, Jefferson and Hill are uh, ev- you know even. With the, with the odds, and also, they, I mean, Jefferson's got a 40-yard lead over Hill. What right. a race that could be. Yep. But he's been great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, cold right now in the NFL? Derek Carr, the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunate. The completion percentage is 61, but the last four games, 991 yards, seven touchdowns, five INTs tied for the most to lead the league in INTs. He's 12-1. Yes. He has 10. He's three behind Matt Ryan. We have a race here. Because the what-if scenario, if they sit Matt Ryan, and who knows what's going on in Houston with Mills and what Lovey's doing. Ryan has 13. He's plus 140. Mills has 12. He's plus 175. How about Mahomes? He's two back. He's 14 to 1. These other guys might get benched. Well, and Mahomes is going to throw the ball a lot. That's right. Allen also has 11. He's 10 to 1. Mahomes at 14 to 1? He's Ah, 14 to 1. Yeah. Okay. Fields has 10. And uh, he's plus 750, and uh, 
I think I think no, you got to take a look at Mahomes. Yeah. So the last four weeks for Davis Mills, completion percentage sixty four point eight percent. He hasn't played in all these games, but the yards three forty four. He still has three INTs. He's not even playing in all these games. Yeah. So again, one behind Matt Ryan. Uh, what's the, what's going to be the game plan for the Colts moving forward? Why would they continue to play him? Yeah, you're out of it. Just yeah. Okay. I guess because uh, Saturday wants the job. He said. He does. Wants to impress Ursay. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think at some point maybe they'll go back to Ellinger. But also, the, the Lubby Smith, you're exactly right. The rotate, why would you rotate? Kyle Allen is, I mean, as bad as Davis Mills is at quarterback, Mills is still an upgrade over Kyle Allen. Right. And right. You're, pre- you're pretty close to securing the number one overall pick. Which is going to be a quarterback anyway. So I guess you could argue on the other side and say, well, Mills is not going to be the guy next year, so why play him? But you got do you have integrity at all? Because when Allen was playing, it didn't look they had, like they had any integrity whatsoever. Uh, I think Mahomes right now at 11 to one, uh, 14 to one might be worth something there. He has 11. Yes, I do. Yes. Ooh. Concur. Concur. Yeah. And I will tell you the number one market that I have no idea who's going to win. I have no recommendation on how to bet it. It's the offensive rookie of the year. Wilson's now the favorite in some spots. Two to one. Watson plus two fifty, Walker three to one, Olave five to one. Now, is that based on what Wilson has done, or what we think he's going to do in the final month with Mike White? Will it be Mike White? Another one. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. What if he struggles? Wilson was promoted. Oh, that's fair. I guess Wilson was promoted because Flacco was so bad Sunday when yeah. he was in there. Yeah. But Wilson's now the backup. So I, I look. Yeah, I mean, to, I, he figures to put up big numbers as long as it's Mike White, though. I think these national primetime games are a big spot because everybody's watching. For a couple of things tonight, if Kenny Walker goes off, well, then he's gonna he's gonna re, you know against this defense, he's gonna skyrocket and become the odds-on favorite again to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't expect that to happen. What if Tariq Woolen tonight has an INT and a couple of passes deflected? Does he actually gain ground? Now Hutchinson's ahead of him. It goes Gardner as the heavy favorite, then Hutch, and now Woolen, which is yeah. just again, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna it's gonna drive me mad. This whole thing. We got a good tweet on this. Burrow won it last year. He came all Come the back way up. back. Yeah. He beat Preston. Dak was one to ten late. We talked about that a lot. Yeah, We're like, keep an eye on Burrow point. here. That was a good point by the by the viewer. Yep. So but the offense and again, another one that we're gonna have on Monday night, another primetime game. What's the Packers game plan with Christian Watson in the final month? Do they want to try are they gonna is he gonna be like a target he hasn't been like a target monster per se? He's just been scoring all these touchdowns. Are they going to make it a point to get him the ball to be in scoring position again? Because this guy, if this keeps up, Paul, he's winning the award. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but he's the second shot on the board at plus 275. If he, this stretch that he's on where Randy Moss is like the only guy to ever do this, that, that's going to grab attention. And deservedly so. Let's say Walker has like 50 yards. I mean, that's just not enough. I'd have to, I have to move him down considerably. Yeah. I mean, that'd be Four, what five out of six games? He hasn't done anything. I don't. I don't think Olave's going to win it. Pierce is now hurt. He's not going to win. Um, I think Purdy's just up against it with not enough time. Well, what if he lights it up and they run the table though? Well, that's possible. I mean, that's another thing. That is. I mean, that's that is possible. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, because if, if he, he puts up big numbers, he he accounted for three touchdowns last week. Yeah. Again, we don't even know if he's going to play tonight. But if he plays yeah. against this defense and if he throws for whatever two hundred and twenty and has three more touchdowns, okay. Well then he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna move up big time. Mm-hmm. But there's there's so much there, we have so many questions here of like why would you give it to Wilson over Watson or Walker right now? But can I really make a case for anybody else? I, it's 
is very puzzling to me. But great Purdy, races. Yeah, Purdy might be the guy, but again, yep. I will say this. If Watson score, if he averages a touchdown a game for the last four games of the season, I firmly believe at that point he's going to win. Mm-hmm. But that's much easier said than done. One other market to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Remember, Jamal Williams was 300 to 1. He's the favorite at 2 to 1. I, I, I would recommend that because he's, he's two up on Chubb. But remember, they're going to limit his carries too. So, and Detroit scores. I, Chubb's going to pass him with only four games left and watch the workload. Henry's three back plus 450. Sanders is five to one. Jacobs is four to one. All three of them have 11. Did not see this coming from um, from Miles Sanders. Although, Hertz and Sanders could score multiple touchdowns again this week on the ground against the Bears. Yeah, that could that happen. That could happen. And the thing that you have to love about the Lions when they get near the goal line, they just they love giving it to Williams. So if anybody has him at a huge yeah. number, you just you got to sit back and just have a smile on your face every time you watch a Lions play. Yeah, I mean it's just like just keep feeding him the ball over and over and over again. Fun races, you're right. Follow the money here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. We'll get to feedback, great feedback, on uh, best and worst characters in a sports book, like the regulars that show up, and also updated odds on the next head coach fired coming up here on Veasan. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Mitch, the summer is right around the corner. <laughs> And everything going on at Bet Rivers, your home, the latest lines, odds, and boost soccer, football, hockey, or basketball. Bet Rivers has you covered. School's going to start soon. Tuesday, hockey, first goal, insurance. Sunday, football, parlay, insurance. 
Bet Rivers calling all soccer fans. Get ready for the third place match in France, Argentina for all the Marble Sunday. Great menu, plethora of props, house specials, whole new game at Bet Rivers. Holly, it's pool season. Uh, reaction that we're getting to the, uh, you know, call it whatever you want, best or worst sportsbook regulars. Um, I know that in different states, you don't really have the brick and mortars like out here or some of them back east. Like we're getting reaction right now from the Meadowlands that uh, I can imagine what it's like back there. Oh, sure. Yeah, no doubt. Not screw, yeah. But you can, if you've been around at all. Snapping the fingers guy. Come on. Oh, yeah. Go. Come on. We, we played the video <laughs> earlier of that, the guy. Get up, you beast. And he's, just, he's pounding. He's sitting there. Yeah. yeah you guys, yeah. come on. One time, right? Don't fight his dead People are right. The best part is the Letterman jacket. That, that, that's the reaction oh, getting on Twitter right now. He's got to be 60 years old. Yeah. You got the Letterman Die jacket Die with on. this gray horse one time. It's so good. this three to five. Get up there and beat this road. Yo, yep, this, is, this is from Jason. Easily the best horse racing video of all time. Saw it years ago. Subtle takeaways. The guy's telling him to sit down, number Get one. Don't, no, no, take this in. That's a joke. Number two, right calling for the horse with five-eighths of a mile to go. <laughs> and uh, the daily racing form tossed into the hat toss. Yes. It's so good. He closes strong. Oh, he really does, yeah. But this this is a legendary video. I mean, it's... it's. But this guy exists, like, almost everywhere. I'm begging. Yeah. I am begging. Why do you guys go buy this Go buy him. Go buy him. Get by this piece of Get up! Get up for the double! Get up, seven! Don't hang! Get up! Get up, you beast! <laughs> he threw the form, the glasses, and his hat. Oh, yeah, and then he walks off. Yeah. Leave Probably it on yeah. a high note. Yeah. You gotta Absolutely. love it. Don't fight his dead Sportsbook regulars. Black, the black cloud, the screamer, the mush, the know it all, and the pain in the ass. People. I mentioned the, uh, and Dave Sherapan wrote the article again. But the pain in the ass people are bringing up now because things have changed, but the kiosk guy. Oh, Holding oh, up oh, the line oh, at the yeah. kiosk. Have an idea of what you're doing. Exactly right. Get your bets ready. Know what you're doing. Just sitting there for 20 minutes. Come on. I feel guilty when I have to make people wait. Yeah. I can't stand that. Like, uh, it's like, that's why, like, when I leave uh, any store, I get in my car and I get out of the, the parking space. I know other people are yeah. going to want it. Uh, we mentioned looking good guy, or hey, but uh, the yeah. guy the guy who's still rooting and he doesn't have a bet on the game, and the guy who's going crazy in the sports book or rooting against you, and uh, a guy who who did local radio here for a long time. His name was uh, John Kelly. Uh, hello, everyone. But John John would uh, we'd always I know Paulie Mac, Paulie McDonald would say, "Why do these guys root against me?" And he would say, "Well, it's action for them." Like, yeah, that's not Makes fun. sense. Oh no, it's terrible. I, I hate know. that. Yeah. yeah, again, this is from Phil talking about the Meadowlands. He said the characters are there all the time. He said that's actually one of the few reasons left to actually go to the brick and mortar out here yeah. and uh, not just sit, sit on the app all day long. Um, this is from uh, Betty Nombre on Twitter. I have a soft spot for Mr. Quote, I looked at that. Right? Looked at that. Whenever something comes in. Yeah, I gave that one a look, but never made a bet. Constantly going with that angle. It looked at that. Yep. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, the, the race the race guys go absolutely nuts. We have updated odds, Paulie, on a next head coach fired in the NFL. Yes. Well, I think they're probably going to make it to the end of the season now, but it's going to be Black Monday. Hackett is a four to five. I say no. I still think someone goes. Oh, you think so? Someone will go. In the final month. Right, and I think it'll be a big ticket, too. A large ticket could cash. Oh, well, then who would it be? 
Could it be Lovey? Is Kingsbury bailed out by the Murray situation? I mean, I don't. Yeah. I guess over and over again, Davis has said McDaniels is safe. He's the third shot. Yeah, I would not be better than Josh McDaniels. I, I would look at Lovey. Yeah, I could see Lovey, but uh, Hackett four to five, Kingsbury, uh, the second choice seven to one. You know what's crazy is that uh, Kevin Stefanski recently won Coach of the Year. Oh, he's been bad, and people cannot stand him. Yep. I'll tell you another one. How about Todd Bowles? I mean, if there's any chance, what is that report now that uh, Brady yes. is completely unhappy with Leftwich as the OC? Wanted him gone. They were secretly hoping for him to get a coaching job last year. Couldn't stand him and wanted to have more power. And influence over the offense. But did Brady, Brady wanted Arians out, right? That's what and, I and thought, And wanted too. Bowles? Yeah, I don't know. Well, careful That's what, what I, you wish for, pal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who's going to be the Niners starting quarterback next year, week one? Oh, God. Lance is minus one. This is a... Oh, I, I, I hope several books should, should actually offer this at the end of the season. Lance minus 125, Purdy plus 250, Jimmy G plus 275. Any other quarterback 10 to one? Yeah. Well, depends what happens from here on out. Are they the three seed? Win a couple games in the playoffs? I mean, that's... Hey, they, they don't have to play Trey Lance. No. He, he's, he has had the rookie contract. If they're willing to admit that they made a mistake by t- you know, trading oh, God, him they, at number three overall... Well, they gave up so much, though. God, they gave up. I know. Coming back from an injury, and the guy yeah. has never done anything to, to show that he can actually play. Aaron Rodgers' team next year, if not Green Bay. Remember now, Love is saying, I'm, I'm out. That's I want out if Rodgers says... Yes. Colts, the favorite, seven to two. No, don't go there. Commanders four to one. Lions five. Lions. No. Jets eleven to two. Saints eleven to two. Panthers thirteen to two. Buccaneers ten to one. And the G-Men twelve to one. How would I could see the Giants? I could see Giants or Jets. How how, how do you think Rodgers would play in New York? Would people, well, would not people after, tolerate him? Uh, this uh, I'm surprised how fast that went away. But this. Uh, First thing he ever did you see this? The the first thing he ever said to Kaiser was, "Have you done your homework on 9/11 and researched it?" Yeah. Huh. He walks into the quarterback room. He thinks they're going to talk about plays and script and stuff, and that's that's the first thing Rogers ever said to him. Mm-hmm. Boy, this guy's cuckoo. Well, maybe he was maybe he was testing him. If, testing if, him for if, what? If, if Kaiser goes if off I, and says, "Yeah, I don't buy into it," I buy. Yeah, but we know what Rogers is like, though. We know he's this. Conspiracy weird guy and right next level thinker. Yeah, okay, is what he yeah. is. Have yeah. you done your homework? <laughs> Where would you like to see him play? How about he goes to the 49ers? No, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that? No, I don't. I, I, I from the, the area. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I love the Purdy story. Well, so is Brady. I no, love I the Purdy story. Um, uh, where's Garoppolo? That's another one too. Well, that's impossible to figure out. I love this bet. Will Will Ritter be the starting quarterback week one next year? One eighty? Yes. Mariota with the knee? They're not going to give him a $12 million roster bonus in March. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, it's absolutely Ritter's team next year. Well, however, will they actually – what if they're picking eighth and uh, they're C.J. Stroud? What, Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Oh, the, the, they just took this kid. Paul, I'm – You're re- saying if he stinks down the road? I, I read – yeah. What if he this, can't – The rest of the, the final month? No. Nah. Uh, take it for what it's worth. These mock drafts are – I'm a sucker for them. I read them every single week. Every mock draft, for the most part, has the Falcons taking a quarterback. Oh, that's crazy. That's kind of my reaction, but... You just took Ritter. I know. I mean, would see, what if he does, what if he does well here down the stretch? Mm-hmm. How about it, Goff? There's a market here yeah. offshore for Goff to be the line starting quarterback next year. He's now minus $6 on the yes. I could see Detroit taking a quarterback, uh, definitely, but Goff's got to be your guy week one. Well, they, they also have two first-round picks. Playing, uh, he's playing great ball. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible run he's on. These are excellent. They have ball props up as well. 
where there'll be a yeah. shutout in a bowl game. The yes is plus 170. No shutouts last year. There were two in 2019-2020. A shutout is tough to do in a bowl game. How about most combined points in a bowl game? 105 and a half. Last year, the highest point total was 97. There was a game that was 59-38, I believe. Final score. Most points scored by one team. 62 and a half? Will a team score 63 in a bowl game? Last year, Western Kentucky did 59 points. And the largest margin of victory in a bowl game is 44 and a half. 44 and a half? Maryland beat Vodtech by 44 last year. Oh, my God. Those are some huge numbers, man. Too high. Yeah. And uh, how about double overtime? Will any game go to double overtime? The yes is 2-1. to one. Okay. And how, how many games will go to overtime? The over-under is set at 2. Last season, we only had one bowl game go to overtime. It's time now for your uh, pro tip of the hour here on VSIN. And again, uh, you get uh, at least 20 of these every single day on the network. And you can sort them by sport and by show at vsin.com. For Brad Powers, National Signing Day is coming up. Most head coaches are out recruiting, not focusing on bowl game prep. Expect more unders. And he said that, too, with a bunch of people, his game plan. And again, based on the numbers that we're going to be you know, showing up on the board for the openers, his plan was to attack unders because so many players are going to be entering the transfer portal and you don't know what the hell is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. These Some of these line yeah. moves, though, are... Uh, well, it's all right. It's got a 10-point move on the total in the SMU game. They played play games with that all week with that number. Now it's back to three and a half. Look at the Oregon right? State point spread. Yep. Again, the BYU game has been all over the map. Mike, imagine so, if you have four and a half in pocket with Fresno. Yeah, what, oh, you, my God. You come back on the other side, take three and a half? Yeah. yeah. Probably a little bit. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, former NFL wide receiver, current VSIN host, Mike Pritchard on the show. Who eats tonight for the Niners as Debo Samuel is unavailable to play? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.